Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto, featuring golf content creator, and many of you may know him from his Instagram, Pins and Passports, Mike Bartels. Mike, welcome. Dylan, thank you for having me, man. I'm very excited for this. This is awesome. Yeah, I was so excited you wanted to come on the pod, man, and kind of talk to you a little bit, pick your mind about, you know, your Instagram page and just kind of your whole golf journey a little bit. So we'll start with the first question. It's kind of my my uh, kind of original way to start it out. Where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Yeah. So originally I'm born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Uh, about two and a half years ago, I moved out to Northern California for my real full-time job that yeah. funds all my fun. There you go. <laughs> um, so I've been in NorCal for roughly two and a half years and been enjoying that a lot. It's awesome. Um, I got into golf kind of different than a lot of other people. I mean, you hear people say that they got into the game of golf because of a parent or a grandparent yep. or yep. whatever. Um, my dad, me and my dad did a lot of other stuff. We hiked, we camped, we played soccer together, um, but we never really golfed together. And I started golfing with my buddies because that's what they wanted to do on Saturday morning. So, Got you know, it. I'd go and I'd slap the ball around, drink some beers, listen <laughs> to music, have fun. Yeah. And then I slowly dipped into the world of Scotty Cameron, Tyson Lamb, oh, the yeah. fashion aspect of it. And that's oh, yeah. when I started. And then it was like, okay, if I'm going to have all this cool stuff, I should probably be able to post a halfway decent score. <laughs> so then I just became obsessed with my swing and how to break yeah. it down. It's still never perfect, but it's been a, a work. And so I've been into golf for probably right around 10 ish years. Okay. I would say probably the past six to five years is where it's been. Okay. This, the golf, the fashion, mm-hmm. uh, knickknacks and all the collector stuff is fun, but I actually need to be like good. So <laughs> it's been the past like two years where I've been trying to find the right coach to help me get past yeah. that hump and, and all of that. Course. So, yep. That's kind of my golf journey. Awesome. You know, that's like you said, it's, you know, it's not like many people's journeys. And like you said, everybody kind of has, you know, mom, dad, grandparent, and then they they start them out so young and then they, you know what I mean? But that's kind of cool that, you know, you start out just going out with your buddies. And then, like you said, I mean, I I, probably a lot of people like this nowadays, especially, you know, you get into the game of golf and, you know, you you get into like Scotty Cameron, you get into like the, you know, kind of collectible stuff of golf. And it's like, okay, this is pretty cool. You know, like you get to wear all the nice clothes and go out to the nice courses and everything. So, I mean, that's perfect for, you know, your Instagram, like I introduced you, you have, you know, pins and passports, Instagram. When did you start that? And you know, why, what, what was the, what was the point of it? Yeah. So uh, I started pins and passports, probably uh, seven-ish years ago. And it was originally mm-hmm. M.1212, which was just kind of like, okay, I need to get an Instagram handle out there. I need oh, to get right, this going. Right. And it was just kind of me trying to be like artsy and I'm putting artsy in quotations, mm-hmm. um, you know, with different filters, oversaturation, like yeah. just really making, I mean, you look back and you cringe at some of the stuff. <laughs> um, and then as I was starting to get in the collector's world, it was posting head covers and divot tools and putters and then all that. And then it was seeing people like, Hafe and JP Ogpen and yeah. Ali oh, and yeah. Jeff Marsh and yeah. all those guys like carrying a camera taking pictures and I was like oh well that's really cool I think I should give that a shot and then that in itself has been a full evolution of you know taking pictures on the course to where okay course pictures are cool but let's talk about the people that I'm playing golf with um, right. that's my big thing is I I like to connect I want to find people out there in the different areas and play golf with random people get to know who they are you know and then if i find out that somebody's coming to you know sand hollow which where i'm at um, is where i'm at right now Uh oh you should link up with so-and-so he's a really cool guy and then you know use instagram as the dating app and see if you think you're gonna match (laughs) with them and then (laughs) go play golf but yeah that's that's kind of the the gist of pins and passports and pins and passports is obviously golf and travel. Um, that's two of my really big hobbies that I like is, uh, going out to golf courses and then seeing the world and all the different cultures. And if I can somehow mesh the two together, uh, then that's always a plus as well. 
Yeah, and I think you know you threw out some names out there. You know, like you know all the you know guy that works for TaylorMade Ollie and um, you know Jeff Marsh and all those guys. You know, I, I follow a lot in the you know the guy that owns you know the Sweet Spot and all, and all that. I mean, that's Keith. Yeah, Keith is great. Keith. Yeah, I mean, those are all the guys I'm following. Just kind of found on Instagram. You know, just from following you for a little while now, and I think it's just so cool that you know you're getting into that kind of whole side of you know golf, and you know that's kind of I, I like to do just golf photography for tournaments and stuff, and. Um, you know, going to golf courses like that, it would be, I, that's kind of something I'd like to get into as well. So it was just really cool, kind of surreal, you know, to get you on here and kind of hear your story a little bit more. Um, so, I mean, kind of how has the Instagram evolved over the years, you know, from starting at where you are to where you are now, you know, you, you have, you know, right, right around just over 8,000 followers, you got, you know, pretty good following kind of how has it evolved over the years? Um, yeah, it's, it's evolved a lot actually. And it's so funny because I, the last thing I do is I don't take my Instagram serious by any means. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you read my posts or you look at my stories, I mean, it's, it's a joke. Like it's, it, there's <laughs> oh, nothing on. serious about it. Come but on. the whole point is like, I, I want to humanize the golf of game every, I mean, if you go on Instagram, you go to your explore page, mm -hmm. right? It's all perfect swings and yep. people making putts and hitting bombs and doing this. And we all know that that was probably one of 95 swings that that person had. Right? Mm -hmm, right. So my thing is, is it's like, I don't want to say hashtag growing the game. Cause that's so cliche, but <laughs> you know, just to let people know, like what you see on tour and what you see through social media is like a very, very small portion of what golf really is. Right. And there are people out there who, yes, yeah, so you want to go out and you want to post a score, but at the same time, like, and there's always like a, the debate, would you rather go out by yourself and shoot 79 or go out with your buddies and have been a fantastic time and shoot an 85, mm -hmm. right? Well, if I'm having a really good time, then yeah, like an 85 is just fine for me and I'll enjoy the day and have a good time. Um, but that's kind of that where it started and the evolution of it is it went from, you know, travel photos to stuff and then from stuff to golf courses and now golf courses kind of evolving into like the people that Instagram has introduced me to. So yeah. every Friday starting this coming Friday, I'm going to do a featured Friday where I highlight somebody that I was connected through, through Instagram, you know, talk about them as a person, um, how they've kind of been a part of my life since that point, And, you know, maybe connect that person with somebody else in their area who they never knew. So that's kind of where it all started, where it is now. And it's just funny how it's kind of taken on a life of its own. Yeah. And I think, like you said, you kind of, you're doing, you're introducing you to a lot of people that you just kind of network with and you're playing golf with. And um, that's kind of something I'd like to ask about, you know, how the relations, the relationships been that you've developed just having this account and, uh, you know, guys that you play golf, not only you play golf with, but, you know, just other people you follow. Can I talk about the relationships you've been able to build with that? Yeah, it's been awesome. So I'm 35 years old. When I moved to California, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, you're 33 and you kind of have your boys back home where you know what's funny and what you can joke with and, right, right. you know, where the lines can be pushed. Mm -hmm. And now you're plopped into a new state, new city where yep. you know nobody and yep. you're a little bit older. So it's a little bit tougher. Um, I have made all of my friends through Instagram and it's That's been, awesome. cause it, I kind of referenced earlier, it's kind of like a dating app. Like <laughs> I can go on Instagram and I can scroll somebody's feed and see, you know, am I going to click with this person? And mm -hmm. while Instagram shows the best of everybody, you still can kind of understand like who that person is a little bit. Of course. So yeah, I've met uh, golf tools who's in Northern mm -hmm. California with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Levi. Uh, wow. Uh, Brothers on tour mm -hmm. um, flat, flat lay, which is mad. I mean, it, we've kind of started to create like a little group that it's gene um, is another buddy of mine. I mean, these people have all been made through Flyers Club or Instagram or, I mean, mm -hmm. it all evolves from Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it's been fantastic. I love it. And then it's been really cool is that like we do, we do Bandon the past two years. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome because the group from Bandon is scattered across the United States and they're all Instagram friends. They're from so cool. Texas. They're from Tennessee. They're from uh michigan they're from minnesota they're from california i mean then we all come together to play golf and this last one we had 20 people there That's the entire so trip cool. and 
it's awesome the way and I I I mean it's gonna sound a little conceited a little bit but like when you sit back and look at it you're like okay if this was a spider web like everything kind of comes back to me and like how this all kind of branches out and mm-hmm. it, I love it you know they all go do lamb jam together or they all have events and they all know each other when they show up to these events and it's just it's really cool how Instagram is connecting so many people in the golf world yeah and it's funny that you talk about that Bannon trip I remember you know you guys are all posting your pictures and everything and you know you guys all got your you know your all fancy Sunday bags and everything I mean that's just so cool (laughs) that you're able to kind of have a trip like that and like you said it's all connected through Instagram I mean it's crazy what you know a social media platform can do and bring all you know people together like people like yourself and people (laughs) from other states and everything and um so I mean kind of talk about on your Instagram you said you know you like to you travel you play a lot of golf you know what what got you interested in these parts of the game specifically well there's so much to the game of golf that we you know we just talked about a little bit already kind of what got you into traveling posting the content that you post um so my girlfriend and I love to travel we love to see different parts of the world we love mm-hmm. to see different parts of the country um we just like to absorb different cultures and there's so much like really pretty scenery out you know outside of your own town outside of your own state you know it's a shame to not see it and really you see a lot of it through social media and it's really cool just to go to experience that so my thing is is like okay we're gonna go travel right and if i'm gonna travel like golf is my passion so i want to see like these really cool golf courses and go for a walk because that's really what it is i mean you're just hiking right Mm -hmm. you throw a bag on your back you hit a little white ball but 90% 90% of the time, or for me, it's you're just walking the course and taking it all in. And mm-hmm. I, I think my thought was, is I'm walking these courses and I'm looking and, you know, when you're in a cart, you jump in the cart, you zoom from, you know, your last shot to where your ball is, to your mm-hmm. ball is to your next shot. Yeah. And when you're walking, you can kind of take in the entire course, see, you know, the different elevation changes or something that somebody else might notice in the brush somewhere, which is usually where I'm at. Um, and I just wanted to like share that and show people, you know, one walk more if you can, right. Mm-hmm. Look at this kind of stuff, right. See it through a different eye. And then I wanted to capture it and showcase it in case somebody else is in that part of the country, mm-hmm. um, or looking to travel somewhere and they say, Oh, this course looks really cool. Like, you know, I'd love to go play that course and for people to experience different places when they're out traveling and playing golf. Yeah, I think uh, like you're saying, you know, getting, people get out there, start walking a lot more. You're feeling the golf course. I, you know, just after hearing you say that, there's been so many golf courses I've played where I realize I'm walking, I'm soaking it in. And it's like, like you see something, you're like, oh, I could take a picture, show somebody what you're kind of experiencing. Yeah. And you're sharing it to the world. And, you know, a lot of people may come and play the golf course that you're going to be playing at. And they're like, you know, they see that picture like, hey, let's go there. Let's make a trip or whatever it is. Um, you know, I think it's so cool that that you realize that because I I just realized that as you're talking to me right here. So I think that's really cool that that's what got you into it. And I, you know, I, I just love everything that you're posting on there. So continue and keep up the great work, man. It's really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, the, just recently I've become quite bored with my own content. Um, I was hitting like a really big lull where I just felt like everything was the same and it, nothing was changing and this featured friday that i kind of thought of yeah um is a new kind of way to spice it up and then just this trip in itself like i've been able to go on hikes outside of golf and take more pictures and i feel like it's really helped my photography skills so i've got some really cool stuff in the works with the we which is in san mm-hmm. hollow um, yeah. hurricane utah yeah where i took the drone out and did some really fun stuff and then i played the championship course today at san hollow and i was able to throw the drone up and really capture like that stretch of 12, 13, 14 of just awesome, um, awesome, awesome golf. Um, so I'm excited to, to really take that, that next step into my Instagram is now, you know, the video aspect of it. And I start kind of doing that sweet spot vibe, right? Right. Right. Clipping videos together, seeing what I can do, putting some cool music to it. And I've been talking to a lot with him about it and, you know, he's been an awesome mentor and kind of helping me throughout that. Yeah. And, you know, and it's so nice that you have people that, you know, can kind of mentor you on things like that. I mean, you just, all it, all it takes is reaching out to somebody and asking questions about, you know, learning as much as you possibly can from these people that are doing stuff that you want to be doing. So, um, yeah, I think, and not to cut you off, but I think that is such a, a good topic because there are, there are so many people out on social media right now who don't have 
10,000, 20,000, 15, you know, whatever it is, however many right. followers, but mm -hmm. they are putting out some just absolute fantastic stuff. Like I don't want to call it content because I hate that word, but like their pictures, their videos, like the different eyes that they're doing. And everybody all is so quick to push like the like button, right? I mean, it's the easiest thing to do. Double tap mm -hmm. it, hit right. the heart, boom, you're good. But I feel like you can make a connection so much more with somebody. One, if like you see something in their story and you just, instead of DMing them an emoji, just tell them like, dude, this shot is sick. How right. did you get this? Uh -huh. What were your settings? Like, don't be afraid to reach out and talk to these people because they are, they're awesome individuals and everybody is willing to connect and help out everybody. And the same thing with a post, like, you know, like a post, but if you really like something, like let somebody know, like, I feel like that really carries weight with somebody and, you know, really means a lot to people as they continue to do this. Cause I mean, people are, people should be posting what they want to see. And when other people validate that, you know, what posting is really cool, it inspires people to keep going. Right. Yeah. I, and it's funny that you say that because, you know, I, I, whenever you were, you know, you post your pictures and stuff, I messaged you and was like, Hey, what, you know, what's your setup whenever you're on the golf course with your camera and, you know, and you send me a video back straight away. I mean, that's just, that's exactly like you're saying. I mean, if you truly like something, you know, don't be afraid to ask, like you said, Hey, what are your settings on your camera? What's, you know, just ask questions, learn as much as you possibly can. And I think that's so cool that, you know, that a lot of people are able to do that. And like yourself. And like I said, you shot me a video straight away and I'm, you know, I'm trying to find a lens, you know, that can fit my camera for something like that, because that's something I'd like to do even kind of like what you're doing, you know, capturing those moments. So absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of touched a little bit on it, you know, you travel and you're playing all these golf courses, you know, what kind of people are you playing with Do you most of the time? Is it like you said, you're reaching, you know, people are kind of networking with you with other people to play, or do you kind of go with a certain group of friends? Uh, it depends. So if, I mean, I, I'm lucky enough to have a group of friends that is spread across the U S to where if I go to the East coast, I have somebody, if I go to Dallas, I have somebody, if I go, mm -hmm. you know, Missouri, Colorado, wherever I, there's usually one person that I can connect with while I'm there. But, um, I, I don't mind, you know, traveling with a group and, and doing this stuff. I like, you know, the people that I play golf with and travel with them, but I also like to go somewhere and just, you know, get that DM of, yeah. Oh, Hey, I live here. Let's seat up together. Yeah. Um, I hate when I can't, make it happen and it's like oh well, i'm here we should play on a tuesday afternoon i'm like well i have to work so it's not going to work for me right um but it's awesome when you find somebody who you've been following you've been dming and you actually get to meet each other and go out it, it actually happened today i played sand hollow mm -hmm. and after the round i was dming with a guy and he was like oh me and my wife just showed up we're sitting on the patio so i walked through the restaurant went to the patio sat and chatted with him for a little bit and his wife was kind of like who are you? Like, oh, my name's Mike. Nice to meet you. And she's yeah. like, how do you, how do you know this guy? Uh -huh. husband's like, Oh, Instagram. Yeah. She's like, ah, okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I That's also, cool. like, I, I played two rounds on this trip with just some old school local guys. And they mm -hmm. are like, if you get two guys that are old school and they're retired and they're buddies, it is some of like, it's, it's like retirement goals. Like I yeah. just want a friend where, <laughs> I can be MFing him and yeah, like chirping oh, yeah. him the entire yep. round, yeah. drinking beers with them. Like I love playing golf with those guys because it, you know, as you start to get in with them through, you know, six, seven holes, you can start chirping them back and exactly. they're, and then they're like, okay, this is fun. And then you uh -huh. really start having yeah. fun with it. Yeah, that's so cool. I I'm, I love playing golf like that. You know, I have I have my group of buddies, you know, from my junior college days. And when we get together, it's the exact same feels. Like you said, everybody's chirping and it's just a great time, man. It's so fun to play golf like that. It's so fun. Um, do you do you ever play any kind of money games whenever you're playing with people ever or not really? Or is it just kind of uh it depends on the certain, you know, group that you're playing with? Yeah, so we we do. Um, me and my buddy Christian, who is golf tools on Instagram. Uh -huh. um we do a month-long bet oh so all right. at the beginning of each month we pay out all the time and i've paid out more than i've collected uh <laughs> but we usually do like i don't know i think we do uh a buck a hole two bucks a hole or sometimes Got we'll it. bump it up to a little bit more but yeah we did we play money games um we'll play wolf we'll play dots oh yeah um yeah we we like to have fun with it i I don't mind the money aspect of it though. Um, but I like it more when it's like, okay, if we win the front nine, you guys grab beers, you know, at the turn and then the back nine, you know, we do that. The one thing we do, which has 
gotten me multiple times is we play snake. Oh yeah. So uh-huh. yeah. And the way that we do it though is, and I guess if people have different variations of it is that if you are holding the snake, every time the beverage girl comes by, oh. you have to buy drinks for everybody. Oh, wow. So we played Spanish Bay one time and uh-huh. the beverage cart girl came by like four times. And I looked at her, I'm like, can you, it was like, you know, it was in four holes. I'm like, we don't need this many beers, but my friends are buying them because they're not paying for them. So yeah. just stop, like go away. She's uh-huh. like, okay. Two holes later, I see her again. I'm like, oh my <laughs> God. You're like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. She's like, you guys good? My buddy's got, you know, four or five beers. She's like, no, I'll take another one. I'm like, dude, come on, man. Come on, man. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious, man. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's a, that's a fun game to play. That's so funny. Fun game. That you're, that you just got caught up on it, you know, a couple of times like that. Um, Kind of what's been your favorite course that you've been able to play? You know, you, you talk about Spanish Bay a little bit, you know, you're at Sandy Hollow right now. That's, you know, some really great golf courses out of all the courses you've played. What's been your favorite so far? This is, uh, I, I played a course in Moab and I was talking with some of the guys and they, they had played some unbelievable golf too. And we were kind of talking about this question and is, it is truly a very, very hard question because yeah. mm-hmm. I've, I've been you know, privileged enough to play Bandon Dunes. I've been privileged enough to play Pinehurst number two multiple times. I played St. Louis Country Club. Um, so I've, I've played some really cool courses, but they've been just so different. Like I love Bandon because you get elements, you're on the water, right, you're up, right. you know, really high. And it's just, it's unbelievably pretty. And Bandon Trails is my favorite course at Bandon next to the preserve, but the trails is like awesome. And then you go to Pinehurst and you get just, a totally different, you know, vibe at Pinehurst. You get pine needles, you get, right, you know, right. turtleback greens, you get a lot harder golf. Um, and then in the same area, you get Tobacco Road. And I think mm-hmm. Tobacco Road is one of the quirkiest, coolest courses out there right now. Yeah. Um, but if I were to pick like the one course that would be my last round of golf ever, um, man. It's a tough question. It's a tough it's one. It's a very tough question. I, I'm kind of thinking that something like abandoned dunes at twilight with no wind, uh-huh. like that, I, I will call that like my, that would be my final round of golf. Not saying it's my favorite course I've played. Right, right. But if I had one round of golf left and that was it, that might be it. Because that, that walk that scenery, no wind. I mean, that's just, that's super enjoyable. Yeah. You can't get any better in those conditions. I've never been to Bandon in person, but you know, I've watched, you know, the, you know, they had the uh, USM there on TV and yep. I've just seen a lot of people post about it. And yeah, it's, it's gotta be a place everybody's got to go to. I mean, it's kind of like 100%. Pebble. You got to go and see Pebble in person just to see it in person. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's really, really great conditions too. You know, like you said, twilight, no wind, just you know, yep. sun's kind of out there. That's just, perfect conditions for any yep. like that that's so yeah cool. um, i've yet to play i've yet to play pebble um i played like six or seven holes there oh, okay um but that is one course that i have told my dad that i will not play it for the first time without him no so nice, he's yeah. like okay so we're, we're setting that one aside for us um but it the five or six holes that i played is just it's immaculate golf it's funny that you played five or six holes because we just um, you know, I play for some estate. We just played at our regionals tournament and, and um, we played two holes at Chambers Bay because the starter was like, hey, he he mistakened us for a high school team. And we're uh. like, oh, no, we're we're, you know, we're just practicing here. And next thing you know, he's like, hey, you guys can go off the back if you want. So we're like, oh, sick. Like, so we start on 10. We play 10. We get on 11 T. And this marshal comes by and he's like, Hey, um, you know, are you guys kind of supposed to be here? And we're like, Oh yeah. You know, starter sent us off. It's all good. Like when we get onto the 12th team, he's like, Hey, sorry, but we respectfully have to say you guys have to leave. And we're like, Oh, so it's, uh... you know, but, but, and I, I was even par, you know, I shot in my two holes. So I was, I was, I was good, but <laughs> it just sucked because you know we weren't able to play just at least nine holes or something, but um, yeah, I think Chambers is place. awesome. Yeah, that's a place a lot of people got to get to as well. And that's another oh, day, sure. kind of like you said, with the conditions, you know, um, it, it was hardly any wind and it was just beautiful, just beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, Jeff Marshes, he does a really good job of highlighting how pretty that course is in a lot of his photos. 
yeah jeff jeff marsh he seems like a really cool i've just messaged him a little i've been wanting to get him on the pod as well so um yeah he seems like a super cool dude as well and amazing he, guy yeah. he just got done with uh like doing a lot of stuff at olympic club as well and um he had some really great stuff yeah yeah he did he did olympic club um and then he shot the u.s open last year too mm-hmm. yeah um, and then yeah. he was just up at grambles um and then tethero i think where he just came from as well yeah, yeah so he's, he's been making his rounds for sure yeah that's so, that's so cool um super talented yeah he is he, he's got a lot of you know just amazing amazing stuff he has um so kind of back on your instagram page kind of are there any drawbacks to having so much attention on your instagram page you know do do people ever kind of like kind of i don't know just send you some messages that aren't the friendliest or they just kind of you know, give you a bad time on certain stuff or, I mean, is there anything like that ever happened to you? Actually, overall, no. Oh, okay. Um, it's been pretty, like, there, nobody's, you know, like any hate stuff or whatever. And I'm pretty right. naive when that stuff happens. So, mm-hmm. like, even if somebody says something, like, ignorant, I just kind of, like, get a little witty back at them and poke yeah. back. And, uh-huh. you know, if we're going to have fun, then let's have fun. Um, <laughs> that like on my own personal page no i did have one guy reach out to me when kind of like the whole black lives matter and all that stuff was happening mm-hmm. at the heat of it and he like dm me and he was like you know why aren't you speaking out and saying this and this and that i'm like dude that's not like if you're looking for that like that is not me i've had a couple of my videos uh get reposted through like ziri golf i mm-hmm. think it is yeah yeah, um, yeah. and i love nothing more than to go through and this is probably like the most unhealthiest thing ever but i go through the comments and look for just people who want to be keyboard heroes uh-huh. and just fire back at them and most of the time that you, when you fire back at them they end up like dming you or like making a ha comment and following you uh-huh. and I, I just love it it's it's my one of my funnest things to do like one guy one i was wearing joggers and he he was like oh those look like my mom's pants and I messaged them back and I was like, oh, they probably are your mom's pants. Your dad came in and I had to grab whatever was on the ground and go out the window. And he, he messaged back and he was like, damn, dude, that was pretty good. I'm like, well, I mean, if you want to poke the bear, yeah. let's poke the bear. Like, yeah. have fun with it. Exactly. Yeah, fair enough. You know, <laughs> that's so funny. But those those are the fun. And those are just, I mean, for everybody. But overall, it's been it's been cool. Um, I've had a couple of times where I've just shown up to places and people have recognized me or whatever, which is a little awkward. Um but overall, like, you know, pretty cool at the end that there's that kind of reach with it. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Donato is sponsored by our friends over at Future Champions Golf. Future Champions Golf is a leader in junior golf player development, no matter the player's skill level. The amount of opportunity and competition they give junior golfers in numerous states is nothing like I've ever seen. Not only is the competition top notch, but they always have college coaches in attendance recruiting players. If you want to sign up your junior golfer to be a part of the organization, check them out on Instagram at Future Champions Golf or go to their website at futurechampionsgolf.com. Yeah, that's, I, I'm still getting over that comeback. It was a perfect comeback for him. <laughs> Just kind of <laughs> kind of stopped him in his footsteps a little bit. <laughs> but oh, yeah, halted that guy. That's so funny. Um, so you also have a podcast of your own called Pins Pod. It's, you know, it's a link is in your bio um, where you talk about people who share similar, similar interests as you, um, you know, what made you want to start a podcast and kind of, you know, what, what's your goal for that? Do you, you know, want to kind of continue with that or you kind of go down a different path, kind of talk about what the podcast has been like with you? Yeah. So the podcast, like everybody else did in 2020, 2021 or whatever it was, 2020, Yep. you know, I, I have all these conversations via direct messages. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are with, you know, um, people like Rolly, who's Nomad Customs, or the guys from McKenzie, mm-hmm. um, or, you know, Abby Liebenthal. And I get the same questions from a lot of different people like, oh, you know, how does this fit? What does this do? Whatever. And I'm like, you know, well, I'm making a McKenzie bag. What should I do? Mm-hmm. And my thought was kind of out of like laziness. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk to these people ask the questions that people are asking me to, you know, for right. instance, Nick and Ian from McKenzie, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, what do you guys think about a bag? What would you do if you was a bag? Tell us about this, this, or this. And then that way people can one, listen to the podcast and get to know who these people are that, you know, they see you know, all over Instagram. And then two, 
show everybody that just because you have 40,000 followers or 60,000 followers or whatever it is, they're just, they're just people, right? right? Like they want to hold a conversation just like everybody else. And it kind of goes back to the, if you like something like reaching out and being genuine and telling somebody that you actually really like something holds so much weight. Um, a lot of my conversations with people have just been, you know, something has popped up and I'm like, Hey, that's really good. Like you killed that. And mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, thanks. And then you start a genuine conversation from that. I feel like with Instagram, so many people have an end game, whether it's to get something for free or, mm-hmm. you know, to make a, a, a connection that leads to free stuff or whatever. And if you're just genuine about it and just want to create a relationship with somebody and not worry about the things that are going to collect dust at the end of the day, like right, right. that's going to be so much better for you. So yeah, that, that was the point of the, of the podcast is to yeah. get people on, have people listen to who they are and then show them that you can reach out to this person. You can reach out to Rolly with Nomad Customs and have a conversation with him. Most guys ever, like he's just such a cool dude. Um, but he's also made golf shoes for Barack Obama and yeah. Ricky Fowler and Justin Thomas. So it's like, you know, he's doing this awesome stuff. But at the end of the day, like, it's very easy just to hold a conversation with him because he's awesome. Yeah. And and like you said, just uh, simply, once again, just reaching out to people and getting to know different people. And, you know, yeah. that's so cool that you've been able to build those relationships with people like that. Because, I mean, like you said, I mean, you know, Nomad Customs, he's built so many, so many golf shoes. And like you said, for guys like Ricky Fowler, just Thomas Brock Obama, that's so cool not only just getting to know them, but I mean, even asking about the process of just stuff like that, just yeah. learning everything. I mean, McKenzie bags, I mean, McKenzie bags are, are some of the sickest Sunday bags you're ever going to see people use. And I think it's just so cool that, you know, you're asking them simply question, you know, simple questions, just, you know, what would you have on your bag? You know, what, how does the process look like? I think it's so cool that, you know, that I, that a lot of people just need to realize like what you're saying, just reach out to people, see what they say. It's not going to hurt. Um, so I mean, and if they don't like, if they don't respond back to you yeah, or they're ignorant back to you, then it's probably not somebody that you want to associate yourself with anyway. Exactly. So you can quickly say like, yeah, I don't like, I see who that person really is. Like I'm done with that person. And then you, like you start to weed out, like, you know, people are so, are always so worried about, um, how many followers do I have? Or I've lost this many, you know, whatever. And and Matt Cardis, who's golf in your state, I was listening to him um, do something. And he said, why worry about everybody you're losing and just pay attention to everybody you have. Like mm-hmm. the people who are following you, who are following your journey, who are engaging with you are people that you want to talk to. Why do you want to talk to somebody who's not following you for whatever reason, or somebody who's going to send you a hateful DM or talk, you know, shit or whatever. It's like you, you don't want to associate yourself with that. You want to associate yourself with people who are like-minded like yourself. Right. Yeah. That's just gold right there. I'm so glad you, you know, you said all that right there. I think a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of people should realize that because, you know, there's so many Instagram accounts where it's like, I need, you know, a certain amount of followers. Oh, or like, or you look at a page and they're like, Oh, Oh, they have, you know, 10 K followers, you know, I want to get on their page or whatever. And it's like, like, come on, like, really? I mean, just like you said, just kind of worry about people that you have, because those are the people that are truly there and they want to kind of watch see or listen to whatever stuff you got on your that you're producing i think that's really cool yeah um so i mean while you know you love traveling playing golf golf fashion and golf photography you know with all that being said what what else do you like to do when maybe you're not on the golf course or taking pictures or something you know do you you have a certain thing that you maybe like to do with your girlfriend i know you talked about you know you both like to travel and hike a little bit i mean is there other stuff um yeah i'm kind of down for whatever like we traveling is obviously our, our biggest thing. We like to go and do that. And then if we can grab a hike and do a quick hike, um, we are huge dog parents. So our dog Ruby is yeah, like yeah. Every, everything to us. She is the best. Um, but I'm, I played soccer growing up. I'll play tennis. I'll play pickleball. Like if it's a sport and badminton or a lot of racket sports I'm naming off right now, but yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> down for, for anything like i'll i'll give something a try i'll i'll play a sport and you know most of the time i'll get sucked into it and end up loving it like pickleball is sweeping the nation and it's so much seriously yeah it is so much fun um but yeah i mean i'm just kind of down for whatever uh you know i i'd say that i'm working out but you know not as hard as i should be (laughs) um i work at a winery 
on the weekend sometimes. So that's okay. fun. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I'm kind of, a, I guess, jack of all trades. Like I know a, a little bit about a lot of things and not to hold the conversation. Um, but obviously golf and like, I guess, photography a little mm-hmm. bit and travel yeah. are like some of my absolute passions. Yeah. I think that all that stuff is so great. You know, golf is just, I think I, I could say, you know, you and I were both big golf lovers. We are very passionate about golf and just a little bit about, you know, the stuff, the couple things we like to do, you know, I mean, kind of, I'm getting tired of the competitive playing side of it to where I have to, you know, I, I got to play for a score and, you know, I'm really looking forward to those rounds now where I graduate to where I just go out with my buddies and play, you know, and maybe, you know, snap a couple pictures if I'm on a trip or something. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm really getting into that kind of side that of the golf, you know, world that you're in right now. So I think it's really cool that you're doing that. Um, you know, what are some goals that you'd like to accomplish in the next two to five years? Would you say just maybe for yourself, travel wise, golf wise? Yeah. So whew, a lot of, a lot of different things. Um, golf wise, I would, in the next two to five years, I'd love to break 80. That mm-hmm. would just be fantastic. Um, I'd love to consistently be a single digit. I don't have to be like a low single digit, like just maybe a nine or um, eight would be fantastic, but I would just love to hold that consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, from a travel standpoint, I really want to play golf internationally. Yeah, that is something that I have never done. Um, I've been in Scotland, I've been in Ireland, um, I've been in London, and I just have never had the opportunity to go out and play golf. Um, so that is very high on my list of things to do. I really, really want to go to Iceland where it's light for like 23 hours straight and play golf just all day long. I think that would be absolutely awesome. And that, that country is incredibly beautiful. It is incredibly beautiful. Um, you know, I, I do have social media goals. Um, I would love to get my following up to 10 K just so I can tell everybody to swipe up. That's the only, I mean, I can hit 10,000 and one. And just as long as people are swiping up, I'm happy. It just makes Um, it so much easier, more accessible for people. (laughs) It does. Yeah. I I wish I had, I wish I simply had that feature just for the podcast because it would just be so much. Right. I mean, so much easier. You know, maybe some people are like, what, Lincoln bio? Okay. How do you, it's just, I mean, the amount of time to swipe up right there and then to go to your bio, Lincoln bio, find the platform. Yeah. It's just be so much easier to swipe up. Yeah. Like you said, you got to have 10K. So, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And then, um, I have some stuff working like here in the near future with Echo, which I think is going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, some clothing apparel brand that I'm a huge fan of, which I think may be trending in a cool direction. Um, oh, we might yeah. be doing some cool stuff with. Yeah. Um, and then, so I kind of threw a teaser out today and I, you can tease this out, but um, yeah. I'm, I'm really wanting to do something that really gets me into the golf industry. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a full-time job. I love it. I'm never looking to move from that because it's, it's very, very nice. And I, I really like my job, mm-hmm. but something that I could like give back to. And, you know, so many people are like, Oh, I'm doing this or this to grow the game, but nobody's actually like doing anything like that. So right, right. Um, as we've been going through these national parks and a lot of the national parks they have a lot of this apparel logoing that says national park or yeah national parks geeks Mm -hmm. is the name of the brand and what happened yeah you're familiar with it yeah yeah yeah. i've heard of it yeah 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 so basically whatever they sell whatever is left over they donate back into the national park to help grow it Mm -hmm. and my girlfriend's parents have a magnet and a coffee mug and for like two years I've been seeing it. I'm like, this, this has to be some golf. Like there's something golf here. Right. So today I DM my buddy, um, JP who lives in St. Louis. He's mm-hmm. does graphic design. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, man, I'm at a standstill. I don't know where I want this to go. And he's like, okay, let's figure it out. So he made some unbelievable logoing. I mean, just guys, just in within like a half hour, it was like, mm-hmm. He like I've been struggling for a year and a half, and he did it in like fifteen minutes. Like, <laughs> I don't understand how your yeah. brain works like that. You yeah, know? how can you um, be so creative like that? <laughs> it, it's crazy and so fast, so fast. So the thought is, is that what we want to do, and it's going to be me, JP, um, my buddy Christian, and then mm-hmm. really whoever else wants to be involved. But the thought is to take some of this, what we're going to call it. Uh, golf course geeks mm-hmm. um and just make apparel right make yeah. 
stickers, make patches, make hats, you know, make whatever, and then cover our costs. And then whatever we have as a surplus, we're going to donate into different not-for-profits in the golf industry. So whether it be for the ladies with Abby Leventhal uh-huh. or National Links Trust who are out there going, you know, trying to renovate these gems that are golf courses that people just oh, drive by and, and don't that's think twice. Awesome. So I've never, I didn't, I haven't heard about them. Wow. That's really oh, cool. Yeah. So that's National sick. Links Trust, they're doing, they're redoing uh, East Potomac in DC. Okay. Which if you're a Sugarloaf social fan, that is like one of their, Oh yeah. yeah. And, and teams. Yeah. One of their yeah. favorite courses. Uh-huh. Um, so they're going through and they're bringing that back to what it originally was. Cause obviously that's after awesome. so many years of, water damage and people going in and making changes to it it's never what you know the bones aren't there anymore mm-hmm. so national instructors is going in and they're doing that course and one, one other course i think but they're also not for profits so my thought is like well if people like the logo and i can make stuff and cover my cost mm-hmm. then why not actually put this money into people who are really making a difference mm-hmm. so i think our thought is to then take that money and donate it back into the people who are actually truly growing the game from that standpoint, whether it's Abby getting ladies involved in the game, National Links Trust, you yeah. know, again, trying to get into the golf course scene with that and and help them out in any way we can. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's really strong. I love hearing about that stuff. Yeah. And that's really cool that you kind of, kind of spill, you know, spill the news a little bit, but yeah, that's, that seems really interesting. I think a lot of people can get on board for something like that. Definitely. Yeah. And, and the logoing is just like the logoing is, I mean, everybody loves the swag uh-huh, and the logoing right, is just, right. JP did such an awesome job on it. I'm so excited. We have like three or four different logos that we're going to kind of just tease out and keep pushing. But I think overall, it's going to be really, really, really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. I wish you nothing but the best and all that stuff, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate you know, all that. your future endeavors. Um, we're getting to the segment of the show. I like to call the ham and egg segment. We just ask some kind of for fun questions, get to know you a little bit more. So we'll start off with the first one. What's your dream foursome and why would you choose those people? So my dream foursome would be me, my dad, um, Arnold Palmer, and Tiger Woods post everything happening. So like the new Tiger Woods. Got it. Um, Because I feel like he's a little bit more relaxed and Uh you know can have a little bit more fun. So that'd be my dream foursome. Yeah, I know. I like. I love. You always got to include your dad. You know, I'd have to include my dad in my foursome as well. You know, Arnold Palmer. I mean, he's a legend. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. You know, but we're always thinking about him, and especially when I mean. You want to talk about logos and swag. I mean, Arnold Palmer's umbrella logo has got to be one of the, you know, the most iconic, iconic logos. Yeah. It's just, it's such a great logo, you know, Bay Hill. That's be a dream of mine to go play Bay Hill. Um, and talk about a genuine guy. The guy would read every letter and then hand write letters back to those people. Yep, exactly. That's just, that's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. A lot of people, I highly doubt a lot of people would do that anymore. hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so we kind of touched on your hand, you know, you want to be a single digit handicap, eight, nine handicap, you'd be okay with it. But what's your current handicap index? You know, do you like to grind on your game? I know you talked about, you want to try and find the right coach. I mean, kind of talk about that a little bit. Yes. So my current index is a 13, three, I believe. Okay. Um, I've gotten down. My lowest has been, as like a 12, five, mm-hmm. um, but absolutely grinding at the game. I, you know, you always think you're just like right there right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, Oh, I just need, I'm just, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Right. right. Um, you know, I, I keep my stats as far as like fairways, hit greens, hit putts, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And really at the end of the day, like I'm just not hitting enough fairways to put me in position to hit enough greens. Mm-hmm. So off the tee box has always been a weak point of my game. And that is the game that I'm just grinding over the most. That's, that's the part that I really need to dial in. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, uh, and I, uh, I had uh, Chris Mason on, I don't know if you know, Chris Mason, he's a golf <laughs> instructor. He's based out of San Diego, works with Brandon Steele, Scott Piercy, a couple guys on tour. And, uh, you know, he simply just said for a lot of people, you know, just try and hit the ball solid. That's what he, that's all he said. And that's what he kind of tells, you know, his students as well. Just, you know, sometimes just focus on hitting it solid, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's a lot of, a lot of people can take that into consideration. I know myself as well, you know, anywhere you're on the golf course, just try and hit it solid, you know, put a good swing oh. on it, hit it solid. <laughs> Great. That's going to be my next swing spot next time I play golf. So if it works out go. well, shout out you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> so I love asking this question. I've asked it a couple times in previous episodes. So, you know, let's say you're sitting on a tee box, you look down the fairway and there's out of bounds left, water hazard right. You know, you're a little tense up. What club are you going straight away for the bag? Par four. You know, you can hit just about anything on the par four. 
but yet there's trouble on both sides of the fairway. What club are you reaching for? Probably just my seven iron. Seven iron out there. Yeah. Put it in a good spot. I mean, that's that's like old faithful, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, right. just the club right. that I'll grab and, and throw out there. There you go. I like the seven iron. I never heard that one yet. You know, I personally I love my hybrid. My hybrid, wherever it, I've gone, we played we played Silverado actually. Um, we played north or south. We played north, and um, yeah. we it was on the it was uh, 18, 16 at par five. I'm looking thinking back. Uh, yeah, runs along the water. Runs on the water. Um, yep. We played it in a college tournament, and you know I wasn't hitting my driver very well. I didn't want to hit in you know in the water right or left, and then right is just kind of thick grass, kind of a lot of big yep. hills. Whipped out my hybrid, went hybrid, hybrid, 56 degree, and had a birdie opportunity. So, you know, I just, yep. you always got to go with all reliable, like you said. So, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I, um, when they had the Safeway open there, uh, yeah. I watched, I was following Zach Blair and oh, yeah. he hit it into the creek and then he hit out of the creek and ended up making par from the creek. It was awesome. Oh, wow. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Blair, he seems like, you know, he's got the butt club and everything. That's a really cool kind of yep. line he's got going. Um, what's, what's been the most memorable moment you have while being on the golf course? This also might be another hard question. <laughs> oh, good. It's a good question. Um, let's see. I think one of the coolest things has been being on the preserve. Mm-hmm. Um, the last round of Bandon with 20 guys and just mobbing the course. I mean, That's there's a point so where cool. you just stand back and, you don't even hit a shot for two or three holes and you just absorb what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also been the cool thing of like taking my dad to courses like Bell Reeve or St. Louis country club yeah, and know that he probably would have never gotten all those courses, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise. And like really just taking in those courses with him um, playing Valhalla with my dad on my 30th birthday, you know, the day before the Kentucky Derby was super special as well. Um, there's been a lot of really, I mean, being at tobacco road, three guys deep in a cart and then watching my buddy get his first ace with That's awesome. 20 guys with 20 guys watching him Let's from the go. next tee box was like, I mean, Phil, is Phil Trapp is his name. And it was just like, it was awesome. I mean, there's just so many cool memories with golf. Yeah. And you know, like one of those home one moments I can think of back when at my junior college days, we had, you know, we were everybody sitting on the tee box on the hole in front of him, you know, and he, I mean, one of my buddies hits a hole in one and it's just like, everybody's going nuts rushing him we're in practice but we're just rushing him man and like you said you know those moments that golf can bring to people it's just so special that's so it's awesome yeah it's just awesome um what are some of your favorite brands you like to wear you know that you post on instagram you follow i know you're a big grayson guy kind of talk about you know what you know what are some of your favorite brands out there uh so i'm very selective when it comes to this stuff i don't like to have a bunch of different brands that i'm into same yep um so when it comes to clothing strictly grayson i mean you know polos everything the only time that i will veer away from grayson to wear something different if it's solo golf Mm -hmm. um their vests their t-shirts their sweatshirts dan and tess are one just incredible individuals um and what they're doing is fantastic um dan's eye and his ability to design something like the vest with the hood or not yeah. doing the best without the hood. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he has told me he goes through so many samples and so many, you know, knows of mm-hmm. that's not what I want until he gets exactly what he wants. And yeah. I mean, he, he, he wants perfection and he has been really, really, really good at it. Um, yeah. So as far as clothing goes, it's those two, a lot of Nike golf shoes, um, getting ready to dive into the echo scene. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. Yeah. Um, and then other brands that I'm into, uh, there's a brand out there called uh, Field Day, Field Day Social. Hmm, okay. uh, no, Field Day. Wait, Field I got to get this right. Got to get it right, just in case they listen. I know, I got to get it right. <laughs> Field Day Sporting Company. Um, there you go. Okay. So it's a, out of Chicago, husband and wife brand, and hmm. they do awesome. I mean, they're like their t-shirt sweatshirts are very nice, good fabric but they are killing the hat game right now. Like I don't need more hats, but every time that they release a hat, I'm like, well, I definitely need that hat. So I'm buying that hat. (laughs) Got to get that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Got to get that one. I'm very deep into the Flyers club and Mm -hmm. the Flyers club is an awesome collection of people, golf junkies um, and Eric and team who are handling Flyers club are just the best. 
I, I've really, it's really hard to find somebody who is a jerk through all this. I feel like I would just yeah. say that everybody's the best and everybody truly yeah. is the best, but yeah. those guys are, are awesome. And that brand has just exploded in the things they do. They're so classic in a lot of their stuff and they have some awesome trips planned that are just some really, really, really cool courses. So Flyers Club, just uh, amazing guys. Um, Mackenzie bags, obviously got, it, got yep. a couple Jones bags. Love my mm-hmm. Jones bags too. Same, same. Um, Taylor made, I mean, I brought almost everything Taylor made national custom. I have some national custom wedges. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really the one guy who has kind of like springboarded everything that I've done with Instagram is Tyson lamb and all the lamb stuff, Tyson, right. Tana, Addison, Chris. I mean, that whole family is just unbelievable i mean i consider them a second family they're really really good people but tyson is gonna be doing some very 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 big things this year i mean the, the thing that everybody has been asking for as far as putters are happening and i'm mm-hmm. so excited for so many people to get putters in their hands that's so awesome you know i love i love hearing everybody's kind of brands you know like you said i specifically myself you know i like to stay you know true to certain brands and uh yeah, yeah you know that that's really cool that you've been able to kind of develop relationships with you know people with the brands that you like to wear you know and i think that's really cool that you're able to do that yeah yeah it's awesome and then heading to the last question here kind of more of a serious note you know what made what motivates you to go out there take pictures while playing golf you know and and just post all your you know all your pictures and everything that you have for the world to see um i think what motivates me is that's my outlet like if I'm having a tough day at work or I just need to take a walk, I like, that's what I do. And then I want to be creative. And there's a small part of me, a small part of me that obviously wants the satisfaction of other people telling me that what I'm doing is cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I obviously post what I think is cool. And at the end of the day, if nobody else likes it, then that's okay because I like it. But when other people like or tell me something is cool, it's like, okay, this is working. I'm doing something right. Right. Um, and then I just love the game of it. Like, okay, this didn't work, but this is working. And I posted it this time instead of this time. Like, okay, how do we get things to hit a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Um, that may be a little contradicting to what I just said, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's kind of, like, that's kind of my mind, the thought process of it is have fun, meet people, post stuff that I like, hope other people like it and tell me it's cool. Um, so I can get that satisfaction from yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but overall, I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of it. And just get creative. Like, I love to be around creative individuals that are going to push me to be a little bit more creative. So it's it's just it's fun. Yeah, and you know, I like I like I said before, you know, I wish you nothing but the best and everything that you're doing. You know, what your future endeavors hold, and um, you know, everything that you're posting it really inspires me to give, to be better. At, you know just photography as well. And, you know, so I keep up the great work, man. You're doing great. Um, I uh, love what you're doing and uh, look forward to, you know, kind of staying in contact with you and getting to know you a little bit better. And, you know, maybe one day we'll, we'll get out there and we'll, we'll smack the white ball around a little bit or something. I don't see why we haven't already. I mean, yeah. we're too close to each other to not. Yeah, seriously, seriously. But um, yeah, well, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring Mike Bartels, Mike, once again, thank you so much for coming on. It's been great getting to chat with you a little bit. And like I said, wishing nothing but the best and everything. And we'll stay in contact, man. Thanks, Dylan. I really appreciate having me, man. Good luck. Thank you. Yep. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.